to Encouragement in the Word. My name is Cindy Keen, and I will be doing a daily podcast, um, and it will be structured around the Word of God and built upon encouraging you with these words of God. And today, we have a message about the old is gone and the new has begun. How many of us feel forgotten or useless and or even worthless because of our age, whether young, middle-aged, or old? We believe that we are sometimes too young. We believe that we are sometimes not old enough. And sometimes we think that we are too old. Well, sometimes we may even wake up and walk out our days feeling like we don't fit in or measure up or even belong in the place that we actually live in every day. And this can leave us feeling forgotten, useless, or worthless. But feelings are only indicators. And we should never let these feelings, these true indicators, boss us around, as Lisa Turker says. We shouldn't let these indicators be dictators. So how do we stop our feelings from being dictators and bossing us around? We have the powerful weapon of the Word of God. We can stop them, halt them in their tracks with the truth. The truth of God's words and God's words change everything. How wonderful it would be if we lived each day in the knowledge of the truth of God's words. And how great even still would it be if we lived in the knowledge of the truth that God created us for him for good purposes. Not dependent upon our age. We could then live in the abundant light that Christ came for all of our days, whether young, middle-aged, or old. The truth of the great value that God places in all of humanity, unrelated to age, is in his holy word. We have seven points here that I want to share with us. Seven scripture references, at least, that will point to the value that God places in us as humans, as his creation. The first point is the truth of your value begins with the fact, with the absolute truth that you were made by the hand of the creator God in his very image. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created him. Do we believe that he would create something that he would not value? Absolutely not. So we have point number two. Even if you are forsaken, abandoned, and or even forgotten by your friends, family, or co-workers, you are always, always, absolutely always cherished and loved and remembered in the heart of God. 
He has never forgotten us, and he will never leave us nor forsake us. Isaiah 49, verse 15 says, Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget. Yet I will not forget you. That's the Lord telling us. He will not forget us. People may forget us, but he will never forget us. The third point is God's thoughts towards you are so wonderful. And he has great plans for your life and for my life. We are valuable and useful to God for the kingdom. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Now our fourth point is his love for you and me is relentless. It is immeasurable and it is completely infinite. And his love is all-consuming and nothing can separate us from his love. Nothing at all. Jeremiah 31 verse 3 says, Yes, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn you. That is an everlasting love he has loved you with. That means that it will never end. Our fifth point is God counted you worth the sacrifice of his only begotten son. Before you and I even repented, before we even confessed our sins, even while we were still sinning, God demonstrated his love for us. Romans chapter 5 verse 8 tells us that but God demonstrates his own love towards us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. <laughs> what a beautiful picture of our Savior that even though we sinned and even while we sinned and even though he knew we would still sin, he still died for us. And our sixth point is God was willing to pay the highest price in all the universe just to redeem you and just to redeem me and make us right in his eyes by the blood of his dear son, Jesus Christ. First Peter chapter one, verse, verses 18 and 19. Knowing that you were not redeemed with corruptible things like silver or gold, but with the precious blood of Christ. Now, our last and seventh point is if you belong to Jesus, you have a brand new, pristine, sparkling clean life in him. We are not reformed. We are not rehabilitated, nor are we re-educated into this new, brand new creature. We are recreated, made totally new, totally new creatures by what Christ has done and by our believing and trusting in him as our savior. The old 
has passed away and the new has come to us, for us, and in us. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 or 17 says, What this means is that those who become Christians become new persons. They are not the same anymore. For the old life is gone and a new life has begun. And I am so thankful for that today. And I know that you will be too. That God does not leave us the same that we used to be. That he gives us a new heart and a renewed mind and continues to change us day by day as we trust him. Be reconciled to God. For God made Christ who never ever sinned to be a sacrifice to be the offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse 21. So I beg of you not to reject this marvelous, marvelous message of God's great love and kindness. For God says at just the right time, I heard you on the day of salvation. I helped you. Indeed, God is ready to help you right now. He is our help. He is our only hope. Today is the day of salvation. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. So today, I remind you again that we are not worthless, we are not forgotten, and we are not useless. Old, young, or middle-aged, unrelated to any age, we are all made new. New creations, fresh and clean, pristine. The old truly has gone and the new has begun. And Jesus has gone and he has gone to prepare a place for us. And he is making all things new. I thank you for joining me for this episode of Encouragement in the Word. And I pray that it was an encouragement to you. And if you know someone who may benefit and be encouraged by these words. I pray that you would share this, pass this on to them, and um, let it be a blessing to them as well. And now I'll close this in prayer, and I pray that you would uh, join me next week for another episode here on Encouragement in the Word. Let's go to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I praise you and thank you for who you are. We gather together for wherever there are two or more gathered in the name, your name, there you will be also. So Father, we thank you for being a God who is with us. Thank you for never leaving us nor forsaking us. Father, you are amazing. You are wonderful and your greatness is unsearchable. Though we know your attributes, Lord, from reading your words, we, we see who you are, but yet still, Lord, we still do not know you fully. But I pray, Lord, that you would help us to see you more clearly as we read your words and as we walk with you daily, Lord, and trust you and follow you and hear your even the smallest whispers of your voice, Lord, and follow you in obedience with every direction that you give us. Lord, I pray that you would change us. I pray that you would help us to know you more and more and that you would change us to be more like the God that you are. Father, we just thank you for sending your only begotten son, Lord, here to earth to save us so that we could be reconciled to you, so that we may know you, so that we may be one with you. 
We thank you for including us, Lord, in all that Christ has inherited may be ours. We thank you for giving us everything that is his. We thank you for the everlasting life that you give us, for your amazing grace, for your tender new mercies that are new every day. We thank you, Lord, for your everlasting love. We thank you for the forgiveness of sins. Forgive us now, Lord, for where we failed you and give us the strength, the wisdom, and the desire, Lord, to follow you and be obedient to your commands and to walk in your ways. Make us holy, Lord. Help us to be holy for you are holy. Help us to remember that we are set apart, a holy nation made to worship you and praise you and become more like you every day. Help us to be changed. Give us the wisdom and the insight and the courage, Lord, to go out and tell others in, in fresh new ways. And tell them about Jesus and what he has done for them. And to share in love that we would love one another as you have loved us. Fill us now with your all-consuming love so that we may love others from this place. And so that most of all, that we may love you with your love. Father, Thank you for all that you've given us. Thank you for the blessings. But most of all, thank you for the precious, precious blood of your son, Jesus, who died for our sins. In Jesus' precious, precious holy name, amen. See y'all next time on Encouragement in the Word.